I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Welcome back to Canto White Dispatch. Today, I, Brittany, and joining me today, as always, is my friend, Emily Lynn. Hi, Emily. Hi, Brittany. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm sitting in the dark with the AC on because it's really hot outside and I don't have the time to be really hot while recording. No, it's not fun. No, and I'm also holding my mic because my mic stand is being annoying. Like, I have the worst luck with mic stands. I think I've gone through, like, two or three of them in, like, my podcasting history. Hmm. If anybody has any recommendations for mic stands, send them to Brittany. Yeah. Like, I had the one that, like, clipped to my table, but then it kept, like, coming off of the table. And then I got like a little stand thing. And then now I just podcast from bed. So either I just hold my mic or just like angle it. So I'm just like laying down. Yeah. Where do you podcast from? A ta- Am I the only podcaster that podcasts from bed? I podcast from a desk. I think that's like the normal podcasting. But I'm not a normal podcaster. Like. I'm just not a normal person. But anyone who podcasts from different places other than a table or a desk, let me know so that I don't feel alone. How's your week been? Um, it's been okay. Um, not much going on except I'm mostly moved into my new place now. Yay! My dad came out and helped me move furniture. Um, How's dad doing? He's good. He actually came out on his birthday. Oh, did you do anything fun on his birthday? I mean, he helped me move furniture. <laughs> and then we went to dinner. What'd you eat? Uh, we went to this Italian place in my neighborhood that I've actually been meaning to go to because I've walked by it a couple of times, but finally went in. It's really good. They do like, you know, like wood oven, wood fire oven pizzas and we had some really good gnocchi and a and like a pea puree. Ooh. But man, their pizza is amazing because you know it gets that delicious char of the crust, but the crust is also still really chewy. 
And the one we had was a special one, which is a shame because I wish they had it all the time because I could eat it every day. And it had mushrooms and prosciutto and arugula. It was so good. Dang, I think you found yourself a new food place and this is right near your new place? Um, well, I mean, my old pl- it's also near my own place because my new place is near my old place. But yeah. it's, like a, it's like a 10 minute walk from here, maybe 15 that's really cool. I've always wanted to live a place where, like, I was walking distance from, like, food or groceries or something. Because, like, I live in the town that I live in. It takes about, like, 10 minutes to get to, like, a grocery store or, like, 15 minutes to get to, like, a mall. Like, it's so oh, I'm always driving. Like, thank God it only takes me, like, 10, 15 minutes to get to work. But it's always a drive. So, but it's nice. I mean, I kind of like that whole like secluded like living area because I feel like I'm secluded from like I don't know cities. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But I'm getting stuff set up. I got most of my toys and stuff out now. I got my Tarkin and Krennic collection, and I hung up my uh, my signed Mendo comic, which is actually directly above my podcasting desk. Oh, to always remind you that Mendo is with you always. Yep. So did you rearrange them the same way as your old place? Or did you like, do you have like more room in your room now? So you have like a whole like. Well, I have more room, but I don't yet have more furniture. So things are mostly in the same place. I need to get another bookshelf or, or like a display thing. So I can spread stuff out a little bit more. Well, that's exciting that you have more room and to put more things and, you know, to possibly get more things. I mean, there's so many more Mendos and Tarkins and... No, there's really not. Werner Herzogs. Oh my god, I'm so excited for Werner Herzog action figure. It's all <laughs> that I want. It's just gonna... It's ridiculous that that's gonna exist. But no, I can do... I mean, I have the Krennic Hot Toy on pre-order and that comes out this winter but other than that i mean i might get the wicket hot toy but that's not even out for pre-order yet but they showed Hmm. it san diego but i have i have the tarkins that i can afford there's two there's two action figures that i don't have that i watch on ebay but they go for like a hundred and something and that's not happening Hmm. And there are no more Krennics. I mean, there's, you know, there's probably, there's there's stuff with Krennic on it that I don't have, like t-shirts and, you know, like that kind of merch. But in terms of figures, I have all the Krennics. Hmm. That's always a bummer when, like, you realize that you have, like, all of something that there's, like, no point of return. Like, I have almost all the Porgs. Like, I still need to get that shoulder pork. Like, I could get it online, but I kind of want to get it in the store so that, you know, I can immediately, like, put it on my shoulder and walk around Disneyland like a happy child. But, <laughs> and I still, you know, because it's like, I could get the giant pork, but it's like, why does a 24-year-old woman need a four-foot pork? And I still can't answer that question. Yeah, 
I mean, especially if you're thinking about like moving sometime in the near future. Yeah, that'd be annoying to move. Like that seems like something you stick in a guest room or something, you know? <laughs> the pork is always watching. <laughs> Okay, so you put out an interesting tweet last night while I was out getting drinks. And it was talking about Civil War reenactments and how, oh, yeah. and how um, you thought if they had any for the Battle of Naboo. Or like, like any, you know, any in-universe star wars thing because you know we have people do civil war reenactments i think there's revolutionary war interactions you know people do like renaissance fairs and shit like that and so i'm just thinking that's gotta exist somewhere in star wars is there like is there like a wookie somewhere who dresses up as a gonkin soldier and goes and does shit or, you know, who dresses up as a famous, from some, like, famous Wookiee from some Kashyyyk battle, you know, 300 years ago. And they go and they, they act it all out. That would be such, like, an interesting thing to get into. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, what other things that, like, we do in our world that they would do in, like, you know, in Star Wars. Like, museums. Like, I wonder if there's, like you know, artifacts from, like, the Battle of Naboo or, like, you know, old battle droids or, you know, old guns from, you know, the clones and from the Clone Wars, like. Well, okay, so I don't I don't read the Afra comic, but Afra, Dr. Afra is an archaeologist, right? So what she mm -hmm. do with this, is she just selling it all in the black market or is she, like, a legit person and that's going to a museum somewhere? I don't know. I think we need, like, King Tom or someone who reads those comics to answer that question i mean i only read i read the vader comic where like she was introduced but i barely remember that i only remember like the big parts like when like vader found out like who luke was and there was that mon calamari guy who was like a bionic sith thing oh um, yeah i mean because and you also you know there's definitely some people on Mandalore who are doing that shit. And I mean, I mean, most of those people probably became death watch, but <laughs> that definitely seems like a culture where there would be that. Yeah. That's such like an interesting thing. Like, I wonder like how, if they, you know, go to like the same place or, you know, especially like some planets, like you're probably not, allowed to go to the same place because one like the planet might have been destroyed by kylo ren or i don't know it's like taken from like the the resistance or the the first order who knows like i wonder like you know the big planets from like the prequels and everything like who has like custody of those planets like like naboo for instance like i wonder like what side naboo is on or what they're allowed to be on because I know some plants have like no choice but yeah I hope we we get to see or learn 
a bit more of that because I'm getting, you know, if there's a couple years gap to this next movie, I mean, in universe, so we're definitely going to see the, the First Order have more control even they have now. So it'd be cool to check in on some of the planets from the past or just even if it's just a mention of, you know, such and such and such and such have fallen and that kind of thing. But yeah. I don't know, I was thinking, it's like, and I don't, I don't like to compare Star Wars and Star Trek a lot because they're doing very different things, but I feel like we get more of a glimpse into the cultures in Star Trek than we do in Star Wars. And and what I mean, like, by I mean, like, arts and, 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 you know, even, like, sports and stuff like that. Like, we're always hearing in Star Trek, they're always talking about, like, Klingon opera or, you know, there's, we know there's Cardassian mystery novels and, and things like that, that we don't, we don't really get mentioned the equivalent of that in Star Wars. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I would like for them, you know, come out with, like, books or, like, it being mentioned in the movies, like, different ways they not, like, cope with, like, the events, but, like, you know, what they do with it, you know, like, with, like, museums or, like, reenactments or, you know, like, whatever else was created because of, like, the wars, like, in this, you know, in this country, you know? Yeah. And I was talking about this. Who was I talking about? Oh, it was um with uh, Josh Chapman because I recorded an episode of um, Star Wars Spelled Out with him. And we were talking about what, what do people d- do all day in Star Wars? <laughs> I mean, we don't see, I mean, except for the... Um, the holiday special we don't we don't see you know the equivalent of, of television or movies we don't see a ton of literature we just see people either like at work or sitting in a cantina and it's very strange and i'm hoping i don't know maybe it's because the movies are you know are such a condensed story maybe we'll we'll get to see a little bit more of people's lives in the live action tv shows i mean i hope so like i know that we saw in rebels we saw a little bit of like ezra bridger like before he joined the rebels crew and you know he was scavenging for like food and everything and that was kind of like his thing like that that's like the closest we've gotten to oh i guess in in resistance we get um like Toradoza like has her video games and stuff. Oh yeah, that's right. But yeah, but that's like that's what I want. I want more of that. I want to know what what people do for fun in Star Wars. Yeah, like what is fun in Star Wars? Like do people like exercising? Do they like playing video games, you know? Do they go to conventions like we do? Like maybe there's a Death Watch convention. Like I don't know. Like there should be. Yeah. But I want to know I want to know, you know, are there are there um, Wookiees reading books by, you know, great Gungan poets and shit like that? I wonder if there's, like, 
food critics too in like the Star Wars universe because I know you know we always talk about food because like food is life like but I wonder like in the other like in like what like each planet's specialty dishes yeah and I mean you'd think especially on on um you know someplace like Coruscant or something there'd be some swanky restaurants yeah, but then there also be like, you know, something like fast, like so you can get like a hot dog or, you know, maybe they have like the Ronto wraps there like they have on Batu. Yeah, I want to, yeah, the fast food places. Yeah, like, you know, you get drunk at the club and you you go out and get like Star Wars fast food. Like, where would that be? Like, what would you be eating? And then like, how would your alcohol taste? Would it taste like that crazy ass fizzy drink we had in Olga's Cantina where like, you can't feel your fucking lips for like an hour. I mean, we know they have plenty of <laughs> uh, we know we have plenty of of fancy wines because that was one of the stories in the Canto Bite book. Oh yeah. I never. I still need to taste like the Star Wars wine because I know I saw it at Disney World and they have it in the cantina. So. There's still much more I need to eat and see, but I mean, I was already content with those like Ronto wraps. Like those were good. Like from what I've been hearing, like I think those were like the best thing you can eat in Galaxy's Edge. And maybe they're gonna like revamp their menu to make more food items. But who knows? So the other question I asked on Twitter, and I just asked this, and so I'm going to ask you, mm-hmm. which is. If you could see, like, the finalized, and I know it doesn't, probably doesn't exist, you could see the finalized cut of The Rise of Skywalker right now, but nobody else you know gets to see it until it comes out in December, so you can't talk about it with anybody, would you see it? No. See, that's my, like, I'm too, I'm like, instantly no. And it's really split on Twitter. Hmm. What are some people uh, saying? Um, let's see. Mike G said he'd see it without hesitation. Uh, Real Farm Boy just says straight up no, nope. Um, Sweet man. Mark says no because he'd hate not being able to discuss it with the Twitter family. Uh, Chris like Swift said absolutely he'd see it, no question about it. Claire says nah, I want to see that movie opening night in a packed theater with that electric energy in the room. So I would probably pass. Plus, how do you not talk about it? She's so eloquent <laughs> with words. Michael Condon says, in a heartbeat, I would sit back and watch the dumpster fire of Twitter till then. <laughs> uh, Dom asks, do I have to see it alone or can I bring my kid and attach the same restriction? Oh, okay, yeah. So I guess it's like maybe if you had one person to talk about it with. Yeah. Who? Okay. So if you had one person, who would you bring? it can be mendo it can be like you know like the hallmark <laughs> movie where like oh yeah, like i yeah, want my no, prince to come i want to go see i i wouldn't want i feel like mendo's not a guy who just want, like and i know he likes star wars and he was you know he happy to happy to come on and talk about it in like uh and you know steals podcast and shit and he was excited to be in it but i couldn't get into like seriously geeky discussions about it with mendo 
I never know. uh, I would say either Robbo or King Tom. Because I think they're the people I would have really interesting discussions with about it. Hmm. Yeah, those are two good dudes. How's Robbo doing? I haven't heard from Robbo in a while. Um, I haven't talked to him in a while, but he was just on um the last Blue Harvest. It's a good one. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I need to catch up on Blue Harvest. That used to be like my Saturday morning at work podcast, but now I don't work on Saturdays anymore. Oh, sometimes. So I need to find a new time for for Blue Harvest. So, so how about how about you? Who would you bring? Um, Rusty or Carlos? That makes like, sense. Yeah, yeah. Like very. That was like my first like thought. Like Rusty because. Seeing movies with him is just so funny. Like, he has, like, the best, like, facial reactions. And then just Carlos just yells things. <laughs> like, we saw the, the Rise of Skywalker trailer, and he's just the whole time like, what does this mean? What's going on? And, like, part of me is just like, you have to be quiet. There's people here. But then, like, the other part of me is like, I don't know. Uh-huh. But... I don't know. But yeah, either one of those. And no, you cannot pay me a disclosed amount of money to have to choose between those two. Like, because you, you might know what the answer is, but you might not. But I don't know. I love going to the movies with Rusty. I mean, we go to all these like movie premieres as like a family, you know, except for Solo. But it, it's always like so much fun. Like, even though my parents aren't like the biggest Star Wars fans, like, I always love hearing their opinions, especially my dad. Like, my dad has like so many opinions about like movies these days. Like, he, uh, it's so funny. Like, he can go like from like the beginning to the end and be like, I like this, didn't like this, why did this happen? And then he like ranks it at the end because. We we always look up movies um, on Rotten Tomatoes to see the percentage, and he he has his own percentage, and he calls it the Vincent Ometer. Okay, so he always rates movies by that, and it's really cute. And I always love seeing movies with him because of that. So I'm well. I'm glad that we both agreed that we wouldn't see the movie. Was this tweet started because um, we saw that tweet of Ryan Johnson talking about how he saw like uh, like a non-final draft of like the Force Awakens when he was uh, about to start directing eight? No, actually, it was um, spun off of of hearing about uh, Kevin Smith when he was when he was visiting the set. And Mm. and JJ told him, like, we can show you this thing, but it's, like, the last scene of the movie. And it's, you know, mind-melting, so do you want to see it? And did he see it? I thought he didn't, but I didn't actually look. Because I didn't want to even know anything remotely about. Yeah, I remember hearing that, you know, he went on the set, and then there's this, like, big area that had, like, black tents and everything and and I guess that's where like the final scene was so <sighs> can't believe that's coming like it 
it doesn't feel like not that I like not that the hype is like going away for these movies, but I think because it's like the wait time. Like I'm just like okay, yeah, there's gonna be another Star Wars movie. Like I don't know, it hasn't hit me yet. Maybe like Triple Force Friday, it'll hit. <laughs> Triple Force Friday. What do you think? Such, there's such a bad title. Like, okay, so I know that they're gonna they're gonna show some stuff from The Mandalorian, um, Episode Nine. We might get some Resistance stuff because I think Resistance is returning in September ish maybe i thought i heard september somewhere oh i hadn't heard anything i don't know maybe i just like dream dreamt about it or something but i don't know i hope we get more stuffed animals i liked how they introduced like the porgs on force friday even though i still see some like porgs in target that need homes like i'm glad that that merchandise really kicked off and then i saw a Favier in like a Disney outlet store like a couple weeks ago and it was only like five bucks I wanted to get one but I'm like what do I need this Favier for I think the stuffed Fathiers are goofy looking I don't know I think they're kind of cute I think that if they like created more of them then maybe they would have sold more maybe like a smaller Fathier because that's a pretty big sized Fathier like just as a just as like a you know a standalone toy, it's the proportions are so weird on it. I feel the same way about the um the Crystal Fox stuffed ones. I just don't they don't they neither look enough like the ones in the movie for me to go oh this is a cool like exact like shrunk down version of the thing in the movie or they also didn't go cute enough for me to go oh I want it because it's a cute little representation of the cool thing in the movie. It was one of those things where I just saw it. I think we were, I forget what day, I think it was the day of the Mandalorian panel. Like I saw it and I'm like, I'm going to get it. Like, it's cute. I don't know if they're going to have any of them in the celebration store. If they did, they have a bunch, but I got the Gorg too. I really love my Gorg. The Gorg's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really cute. I love him. He's chilling with the Porgs now. Oh, I'm not at home right now, so hopefully he's still chilling with the Porgs. I don't know if he hopped off and and is doing some other stuff, but who knows. <sighs> well, um, I watched a movie this week. Oh, yeah? What'd you watch? I watched uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. All right. When did you first see this movie? I mean, elementary school or middle school. What was your favorite part of this movie? Um, let's see. I was always a big fan of The Black Knight. That's where he's, you know cutting off his arms and stuff uh, i really like the knights who say knee <laughs> uh my favorite might be the witch burning scene oh really she turned me into a newt <laughs> fucking love it <laughs> and all of the all of the sir robin songs <laughs> oh god you know like i 
I wasn't expecting for this to be a comedy. Like for some reason, what do you mean? I I told you like twenty fucking times they're a comedy group. Well, okay. Oh, okay. So the same people that did the movie are the comedy group. What did you think I meant? I meant that there is a Monty Python comedy group and there is a Monty Python movie. So those are all the same people. There was a comedy (laughs) sketch group. And then they created a movie. More than one even. Yes. Oh my God. That makes sense. Okay. Wow. They all, I mean, they mostly knew each other through, um, I believe, uh, Cambridge Footlights, which was like a, you know, one of the uh, art programs at at school. Yeah. And they did, they did comedy and stuff there. And then it became Monty Python's Flying Circus, which was the TV show. And then I think Holy Grail was the first. I don't know. Actually, I don't remember if Holy Grail was first or Life of Brian was first. But yeah, then they did the movies, and then they did. There've been, well, you know, a bunch of live shows and reun- various reunions and stuff. I mean, with the ones who are still alive. But yeah, interesting. So I watched this at work. So I mean, like, I was paying like mostly attention to it, like. I think my favorite parts of this movie were like the the historian that was like doing something and he got killed and then like the very end they arrest what's his face and then they just end the movie. Like yeah. I think that's probably like one of my favorite endings to like any movie cuz I mean like the whole time I kind of didn't know what was going on. Like I know that he was trying to find the holy grail with the round table like the pizza place. And then, like, they're riding the horses, and then like, there's no horses. Like, they're just, like, acting like, uh, I thought that was really funny. And then, like, when he, when the one dude, like, thinks that he's about to save the princess, because, like, she's, she doesn't want to get married, and then it's actually the dude, and he just starts, like, killing everyone. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, it was just, it was... A heavily like ironic movie and I really I, I liked it I mean I, I want to see like the other movies like I don't know I feel like my reaction to this isn't as as funny or entertaining as The Shining but I don't know I just you know I feel like especially this movie came out in like 75 and I feel like you know some humor then like doesn't really connect to now but so like the the Black Knight, when he said, like, you shall not pass, like, that's, I I knew that from, that was from something. Is, is this what it was from? Um, well, also Lord of the Rings. But when did the Lord of the Rings books come out? Because I know the movies came out in, like, the 2000s. I still haven't... I've seen them, but I haven't, like, seen them. I mean, the the books were the early 50s. But I don't, I don't know if the Black Knight is necessarily, like, quoting that. Or it's just 
fucking coincidence. Yeah. Sorry, I dropped my phone on my laptop. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that, like, really, like, stood out to me in this movie. But I just think that ending was just, like, so funny. Then, like, they're arguing with, like, the French and the French are just, like, throwing animals at them. <laughs> like, the dude gets, like, killed by, like, a cow on top of him and then they're throwing, like, cows and chickens and ducks and whatever else. I don't know. Um... Life of Brian, which is one of the other movies, is is probably more of a coherent story. Like, this is basically a bunch of sketches that they are, you know, thematically linked that they strung together into a movie. Brian's a little bit more, I mean, there's still some asides, but it's a little bit more of a complete story. Hmm. I'll have to watch that, but okay. So, like, I was thinking of movies that I haven't watched before. Okay. And my brother, because uh, I woke up on like I think it was like Wednesday or Thursday morning, I walked in the living room, and my brother was watching Jaws, and it hit me. I don't think I've ever properly sat down and watched the whole movie of Jaws. Jaws is good. But you would have seen, like, parts of Jaws, right? Yeah, like, I've seen parts of Jaws, but I've never, like, sat down and, like, watched Jaws. Like, you know, I know we talked about this Twitter. Like, thank God in October, like, I have a bunch of Halloween movies to catch up on because I guess I've never watched Hollywood Halloween movies before. So, I have a lot to catch up on on your two days' worth of Clone Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This was good. I mean, I'm trying to think like what else I could possibly watch. Like, I want our friends and listeners to recommend me movies that you know are classics or something. Um, I mean, I've seen Casablanca. I've seen. I'm trying to think of like big movies. I haven't seen any of like the Kill Bill movies. I'm just thinking of movies. I, still yeah, I was going to say you went from Casablanca to Kill Bill is. Yeah, because Carlos and I were talking about Quentin Tarantino earlier. <laughs> so oh, okay. Yeah, I know because I still haven't seen that Once Upon a Time Hollywood. Might try to see it today or yeah, I'm hoping to see it next weekend. I didn't realize it was three hours long. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, well. Well, have okay. you seen Have you seen any of Tarantino stuff? Yeah, I've seen Pulp Fiction. I need to see that again though. I loved Inglorious Bastards. I think that's my favorite uh, Quentin Tarantino movie. The whole killer Nazis. Um, what else? And I just, I just love Brad Pitt. Even though I haven't seen a lot of like Brad Pitt movies, like there's that one Brad Pitt movie of him in, in World War One where he like his brother dies and then like he takes out his heart and then I think he gives it to his mom. I forget what that movie's called. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. No. Okay. What other Brad Pitt movies? Of course, there's the one with Angelina Jolie. Um, I don't know. Just Brad Pitt's pretty. <laughs> I like him. I don't know, but 
anyone uh, who can recommend movies, uh, rec- recommend movies to me because I need to see more movies because I am behind on that because all I've been doing is watching Star Wars and uh, Marvel movies. <laughs> so I need to broaden my horizon and different forms of media. Um, we got a fuck, Mary kill this week. Oh, yeah, we did, because I realized we hadn't done it in a while. So I put out a call on Twitter. Someone answered and said, hello, I'd like to recommend a fuck, Mary kill. And we said, okay, uh, what would you recommend? And he said, well, uh, Spider Mall, Darth Mall, and Metal Legs Mall. And this is from Colton. Yeah, thanks, Colton. That's... God damn it. Okay, okay, here's the thing is... Okay, so Spider-Legs Mall. Where is he... Where Where is he cut off from? I think it's the waist down. Like, I don't think he has a penis. Okay. Hmm. I mean, you can work around that, but Spider Legs Mall is like bug fuck crazy. Yeah, so you gotta kill him. You gotta kill Spider Legs Mall because he's just like on that one random planet with the worm thing and just, just saying like, random shit. Screaming Kenobi over. And like, that's the thing is like, okay, like, I guess I would marry Darth Maul because at least Darth Maul, regular, you know, flavored Darth Maul isn't just screaming Kenobi all day, every day. I agree with you. So that means uh, we'd fuck uh, Metal Legs Mall. Yeah, I think Spider Mall, Spider Legs Mall is just, it would be, I mean, anatomy in terms of like not having a dick aside, there's just like, I feel like it would be awkward because there's a lot going on down there. It'd be hard to maneuver. I mean, like, define sex. I mean, you can just eat you out. Yeah, but it's still, like, I don't know. He's got, like, spider legs. And he sort of skitters. It's like, skittering is not sexy. Spiders just aren't sexy. No, well, I mean, we're not here to fuck spiders. Yeah, we're not Australians. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Metal legs, mom. Okay, fine. Like, he's still somewhat crazy but not as bad yeah okay well I mean I I agree too I mean I would marry just good old Darth Maul because that's before the whole Kenobi stuff and you know who knows like we still don't know really like what Darth Maul was doing before you know he became Darth Maul like you know maybe not that he was a good dude but you know like Maybe he was, like, halfly decent, you know, like, he was a good dude, you know, paid 20% in tips when he would go out to the bars, you know, like, I don't know. Oh, I also, yeah, I would want to marry regular flavored Darth Maul, because regular flavored Darth Maul is voiced by Peter Serafinowicz, and I'm totally down with that. Hmm, that's interesting. Fucking love Peter Serafinowicz. What else is he in? Uh, 
God damn it. You would have seen him in tons of stuff. He, um, most recently, did you see any of the, the, uh, the Amazon Prime reboot of The Tick? No. Okay. Um, he's a character actor, so he's just everything. Yeah. And he's hilarious. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'll look him up later. I know. I liked his voice. Well, the problem, see, the problem is that I have to go, okay, what movies would have Britney seen him in? And not just what movies is he in? What's his name again? Peter Serafinowicz. Oh, he's one of the, he, in the, in Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, when he's, he's the one who's like, oh, what a bunch of assholes. Oh, Okay. He does a lot of voice work. Um, did you see John Wick 2? No, I, I still even have seen John Wick 3. Okay, well... I would think you'd have to see 2 before you saw 3. But... Uh, he was yeah. in Spy. Did you see Spy with Melissa McCarthy? No. That's really funny. I just rewatched that uh, like a week or so ago. It's still, it's fucking funny. Jason Statham's hilarious in that movie. He's a funny dude. I fucking love Jason Statham. <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't because you look at him and you go like he just he he looks like a douchebag. He does. That's why he's so interesting is his whole look is action star douchebag guy. But He's super funny and willing to be in movies where he's totally just making fun of himself. Um, he's awesome in those early Guy Ritchie movies, um, Lock, Stock, and, and I think in, in Snatch as well. He just, he has that asshole look. But he's just great. And he's also just a really good action star. I really, I do kind of want to see that Hobson Shaw. I know, I think... Uh... I think Carlos and I are going to see that even though I've I don't think I've ever seen like any of the Fast and Furious movies like at like the whole entire movie like of course I I know like their motto like the whole like family is everything thing that's (laughs) their motto yeah Yeah. I've seen one and by that I do not mean I've seen the first movie I think I saw like the eighth movie and it was oh because we hate movies movies. (laughs) and it was fucking terrible like it was so bad but Jason Statham was in it and he was great (laughs) oh no I love it I can't believe The Rock is in those like Fast and Furious he's taking over like fucking everything now like you just see The Rock like those like WWE dudes are like taking over like cinema like john or john cena is like in that bumblebee movie i think he'll be more movies probably yeah but he sucks he doesn't have like at all the charisma that the rock has no one's the rock i feel bad that we still call him the rock but he's always just going to be the rock (laughs) i know like 
I always call him either The Rock or Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Like, it's just, it's never either or. Like, and he, have you seen Moana yet? Yeah, I saw that one. Oh, so cute. He was really cute in that. And he sang too. Wonderful. Oh, what other WWE people have gone into movies? I don't know. Um, Triple H was in... Like Blade Three, wasn't he? I think so. <laughs> That's um, the only one I can think of besides like the '80s Hulk Hogan movies. <laughs> I don't know. Well, maybe we'll get I mean, another I rock. Mean, I mean, Andre the Giant is in The Princess Bride, but you haven't seen that. I've seen The Princess Bride. Oh, okay. I thought that was on the list of ones you hadn't seen. No, don't worry. I've seen The Princess Bride. Okay. Yeah. I, I've seen it. Like I, I remember what like happens, but I, I haven't seen it in a really long time. Okay, I thought I've you were about it. to say. I thought you were about to say something bad about the Princess Bride, and then we, you and I were gonna have a problem. No, like how can you insult the Princess Bride? Like that's you know one of those movies that you don't insult. Um. Yeah. Well, thank you, Colton, for um the fuck Mary kill uh recommendation. Um, should we get to bed watch? Yeah, he also gave us the bed watch. Oh, wonderful. All right. Um, so, Emily, so. how w- would uh, Holdo be in bed? Ah, uh, she's fun. I mean, first of all, it's Laura Dern, and I am in love with her. Oh my god. Dude, I can't believe you don't watch Big Little Lies because she was fantastic in the second season. Well, the reason I didn't watch it is because I had already read the book. And I'm like, well, half of what this, like, more than half of what this is, is trying to figure out what happened. And when you already know what happened, it loses a lot of its oomph. I guess. I mean, I I think it was a little different than what happened in the book. Like, um, I'm not going to get everything away, but... They definitely hinted that there's going to be like a third season. So, and I think that they changed like directors or something. So definitely the season was a little different, which I'm not sure if that's like good or bad. Like usually it's bad, obviously. Oh no, there was, there was a whole thing about that, which is they brought in somebody and told her she was going to have complete creative control. And then she didn't, and then she didn't. And by that, I mean, they didn't do it while she was actually directing it. They tried to do it by editing. And so they just fucked everything up and it was bad. That industry is just so fucked up. Why are people assholes? Well, why bring in a director because you want their very specific vision and then tell the, and then secretly decide you actually want it to look like the first season of the show? And so re-edit it to make it that. That's not that's not a good way to make a TV show. No, it's not. Um, Yeah, I think Holdo would also be, like, really fun. Like, I think that she'd be, like, very adventurous in the yeah. bedroom. Yes. Always wanting to try things. Try Enthusi- different- she'd have a lot of enthusiasm. Yeah. Like, sex excites her. Yeah. You know? Definitely not shy. No. Uh, we know from Leia, Prince of Alderaan novel, 
that she doesn't just like humanoid dudes but has this line about how you know there's a whole like galaxy out there to explore of all sorts of different shapes and everything so yeah she's somebody who is open to new experiences and would also really want like really want to make sure that you are having fun too yeah she sounds like so much fun oh my god i fucking love her i would want sex advice from her yes (laughs) also like i just sort of want to like make out with her and play with her hair i love her hair so much that's really nice hair it's probably like really soft and it smells like peaches or something like and that dress is so sexy just rip it off of her emily rip it off no i'm not ripping that dress that dress is beautiful no. yeah okay like like uh kindly unzip <laughs> carefully hang it up carefully yeah no but yeah yeah i think she i i kind of think like out of all the people we have ignoring the pun done so far like, she would be the most fun. Does she strictly deal with dicks, or does she also, like, um, go into the... Um, apologize for my uh, lady pond, or, like, uh, does she well, have sex with women? Or I people mean, it's who... Not, it's yeah. not explicitly clear. I, along with a lot of people, took that line from that novel to her, for her being bisexual. Or or pansexual, because um, there'd be, you know, yeah. Because when she said, you know, like, because she very, spe- like, you know, because Leia has the line about it being, you know, particularly human males for her. And Hodel's like, how can you limit yourself to that? And she wasn't, it, you know, just be like, well, I'll take males of any species. It was like, there's so much out there to experience. I can't imagine, like, how interesting that must be, like, dating in the Star Wars universe. Like, I've probably talked about it before, but, like, you know, like, us, you know, we choose, you know, like, our, you know, like, if, you know, we want to get married someday, you know, we choose, okay, we're going to stay with this dude for, like, the dude or dudette for the rest of our lives, or, you know, non-binary or, you know. Uh, Then, like, in Star Wars, there's, like, so many different, you know, like, a Wookiee or Twi'lek or... You know, or I can't think of any other species in Star Wars, but there's just so many. And then, like, Holdo is just, like, having fun with all of them. Like, she just is doing everything, having fun. You know, she probably has, like, different items of pleasure, all that fun stuff. I would imagine... She is not one for exclusive long-term relationships. No, like the last longest relationship she probably had was when she was 16 and it lasted like a couple months. Like she she's always on the go, you know, doing stuff for the you know, for the resistance, you know, she's going to all these different planets and, you know, she's having fun, you know, she'll, she's separating her business life and her, 
her personal life. You know, if she's going to be on a planet, you know, she's going to go like mingle and, you know, maybe she'll go to a bar and, you know, meet some fun, fun people and get to know them. Yeah. Yeah. And there might be people she like revisits like every time, you know, she's on planet, whatever, there's a particular person who she hooks up with, but she might only be there once a year or something. But she always has fun and she cares about them and likes them. Yeah. And, you know, doesn't, wouldn't ever want to hurt them or anything. But then she's going on to the next place, to her next mission and having fun with somebody else. You know, and that's always the best. Like, you know, she's that kind of person where, you know, like, you know, you have this wonderful connection and then like, obviously, you know, she goes off and then like you meet up again and then like that same connection like comes back. Like it's good old Holdo, like. You know, I love her. Ugh, I love her so much. I wish we had gotten more of her. Ah, uh, who knows? Maybe we will. Maybe she's doing some stuff in the Cassians. You know, I don't know. Like, I, there's so much opportunity to put, you know, all these different characters and like the live action stuff. And you know, that's why I think we've been kept in the dark so much about like, you know, what they're doing with like the streaming service and everything. Cause if you think about it, like look how much fucking shit Marvel's doing for the streaming service. And what are we doing? The Mandalorian and the clone wars. Like, even though like the Mandalorian is like this, like crazy ass expensive thing done by like John Favreau, uh, Dave Filoni, like all these different people, like, we have to be getting more. And definitely, I think at this Disney convention, I think that we're going to get more announcements. And especially with Marvel, too. Because, like, Marvel's, like, hitting it out of the park with, like, all these different, you know, shows. You know, they're having different, you know, directors. Like, all these, like, fantastic things. But I hope that Star Wars will, you know, see that and know that, you know, they need to start, you know, like, maybe they need to have, like, a series, you know written by, you know, a woman or directed by a woman or, you know, directed by, you know, a person of color or, you know, all these different, because there's so many people out there that, you know, would die to, you know, do one of these movies or one of these shows and they need to get, be given the opportunity to do that. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully sooner rather than later. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I just, I feel like we... And especially because we're not getting movies for a while. Like, I think that definitely the streaming service will give us more, like, Star Wars content. You know, like, little, like, TV shows. Like, maybe more animated shows. Because I don't think it's that expensive to do, like, an animated show. Because I know the Marvel's doing, like, that, like, you know, like, what if this happened? Or what if this didn't happen? Or whatever, you know? Oh, man. I would love a Star Wars what if show. That would be really cool because I feel like that's something that a lot of fans like think about, you know, like when I was really young, like I always thought of, you know, what happened if Anakin didn't turn the dark side because, you know, I really wanted him and Padme to work out, you know, young fourth grader me, like that was like my OTP. Like, I don't know, like I'd always love to. Yeah, you do that or you do, you know, what if, what if you switched Luke and Leia's places and yeah, Luke got adopted yeah, or what Body if Obi Wan didn't? Or, yeah, or what if Obi Wan didn't die uh, dueling Vader in Episode Four? Or what had happened if uh, Vader did blow up the Yavin Four base? There's so many different outcomes in Star Wars, and you know, like those video games, like the 
Ooh, I forget his name. Um, Je- not the Jedi Fallen Order. Shit. Um, the one with um, dude who plays Maul. Oh, I don't know. I don't know, but like they had like the alternative, like you know what would have happened, like like he came like before like the Falcon was supposed to leave Tatooine, and and he like killed everyone almost. So then like you know like, the next. The next one, but like Leia, was, like became a Jedi or something. But then he killed Leia, Star Killer. Yeah, that dude, who was like extremely overpowered and for some reason could like force push like a Star Destroyer. God, I really, I don't know. Overpowered force powers. I don't know. I, I don't know if like Ray will ever like force push a start a stray out of the sky but i know whatever she will do will be perfect so <laughs> please no star destroyer is pulled out of the sky because yeah, right. that is some dumbass fucking shit like what's the purpose that like it reminds me of like thanos like in that i don't know if he did it in the movie but when he like crushed like the moon or something and threw it at tony stark like that's just like so much shit like how do you like how do you practice for that like what do you just like wake up in the morning and be like i'm gonna force the sun out of the sky you know like what the fuck i don't know um do you have anything else to say about uh holdo in bed other than like how like amazing she is like (sighs) no i think that's it mostly it's just that she's amazing yeah i mean like I would be curious like I'd I'd definitely like ask her like just about like everything like about you know different species or different you know like techniques (laughs) (laughs) she could be your sex guru yeah like I think everyone needs a sex guru you know like I don't know maybe I'm just like so like open like sexually but like yeah like I'm always down for like advice or like oh hey like do this like cool thanks you know it's like you know when you go shopping hey shop at this store like they have like good discounts like okay sick you know like thank you for saving me a buck you know yeah (laughs) yeah and like holdo would be like that person you know you text her be like oh my god i tried this thing you told me to try and it was so good I came so hard. <laughs> I don't know. But but yeah, thank you, uh, Colton, for the uh recommendation. Yeah, and if people want to send us either Falcon Mary Kills or Bedwatch, you can do that. Cantabitepod at gmail.com. We actually have a list of bed watches, but we'll add it to it and we don't have a list. We have no backlog for Falcon Mary Kill. So send in stuff. Yeah make us uh create a list for uh fuck mary kill or else um i'm gonna have to go and like the wikipedia and just start like putting lists together or something and that's gonna get weird so don't let me do that please um but yeah um we have an email but i think we're gonna read it next week since we're already almost at an hour so robbie i will get to your uh email next week yeah because i'm gonna assume we're not getting any star wars news for a while um, no, because literally, like, last night and then today, like, I searched Star Wars on Google. All right, let me, let me search again. And there's absolutely nothing. Let me refresh the play, the page. Um, 
Let's see. Um, there's that. Do you see the picture of that beautiful um, actress who um, she had her bionic arm and attached to it was a lightsaber? Oh, my God. It's so fucking cool. Oh, she's beautiful. And just the whole. Oh, so beautiful. Um, let's see. Um, according to Google, um, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker leak teases huge twist and race backstory. Okay, no, I'm not going to click on that. Um, Disneyland's most popular ride isn't part of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Okay. Um, I don't know what that means, but oh well. Um, yeah, just theories and shit. I don't know. I'm not really a big theory person, so yeah, there's no news. So um, maybe the news will come out tomorrow. I don't know. But I mean, eventually we're going to get some toy leaks that'll, you know, then there'll be tons of speculation about shit because they'll be like, oh, what does this name mean? Or oh, what is this thing? Or oh, this person has this weapon. What does that mean? But toys are legos i'm excited for the lego leaks i always like seeing like what lego stuff i could possibly like surprise like carlos with because my boy loves his legos but anyways um emily where can we find you and the podcast on the social media uh you can find me on twitter and instagram at eflind you can find the podcast on twitter and instagram at canto bite pod you can email us canto at gmail.com how about you you can find me on twitter as canto brit and instagram as Brittany the ginger well everyone i hope you all have a good day a good week a good month because uh when we post this it'll be august and that means it's only a couple more weeks till d23 and i will be there covering it and i'm so excited can't wait yeah that'd be cool yeah so all right everyone um we will talk to you guys next time bye Bye. Yo, 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 and away we go. It's time to serenade my girl Lindo. Sorry, the ladies where I had to say no, but if I'm cheating on Serena, it's on Canto. No shame in the game, make even Rogue One seem tame. But I blame it on Brit with a ginger main main. Yeah, that's fire. Love on the rocks, leaves the love on my socks. Lindo fanfic leaves y'all shocked, especially when y'all truly whips out his cock. Canto bite, episode 100. Hey yo, I'm back, no fulcrum this time. I'm on a flight to the bay and I'm writing some rhymes. My top three running through my head, you know. So I had to come correct when they hit the hundo. My girls E and B deserve congratulations. Our adulation for the weekly creation. My last celebration was all about them, but this time I gotta drop lines for our friends. This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches, all the Canto bitches This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches Throw your hands up, bitches, all my Canto bitches Start off with my Aussies, Catherine's a sweet one Brought cash into lunch with Canto bitch number one Josh made it a team and had bourbon and cornflakes The kind of ice cream that made him show me his old face Got to meet Turbo and throw back some brews Fish tacos and San Fran, you know we approve Rebecca from Perth, I haven't met you yet Last shout to Fruity, dude, I didn't forget 
This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches. Give it up for the bitches, all the Canto bitches. This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches. Throw your hands up, bitches, all my Canto bitches. Rubia and Adele often email the show. I cut a track on them trolls with Johnny Grasso. Jesse McGee busted a rap for me. Met her and Horse B at Scum and Villainy. King Tom, Death Watch, the most regal of fathers. Got to behold the luscious locks of Strata. Shouted Rusty last time, so I shout a rush too. You know the list ain't complete without lesson, boo. This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches. Give it up for the bitches, all the Canto bitches. This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches. Throw your hands up, bitches, all my Canto bitches. Now if I didn't say your name, don't feel no shame. You love the fun, the games, and refresher bangs. Hang on every word of Lindo's fanfic, where she describes every vein in Mendo's dick. Spread the word, maybe buy a t-shirt. I don't know, maybe ask the girls of Yaddle Squirts. Take your CBD, send in your top three, and you'll always be a bitch like me. Get him, Eric. Ha, ha, ha.